You're joking, right? Well, yeah. I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic yeah. about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid. What up, Ronnie, Hi. bro? How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good. The last few, uh, today and yesterday, I had two people that were put in the hospital, friends of mine. And it, it's been, the last couple hours, it's really so been So we can't hang me. out with you. Why? Because you're going to put someone else in the hospital. Things come in three. Oh, here we go. Actually, it should be. Yeah, good one. Three times a charm. See? Comes in three. See? Told you that. No, but it's like, it's crazy. Sad. Well, we hope everybody's okay. Yeah. They're going to be okay, but it's sad. It, you just, um, when we were coming over here in the car, Bryce and I were saying, we're like, it's actually crazy. You don't think that people my age are even capable of dying, you know? I literally don't think I'm, like. I, this is a stupid conversation. Why? Who wants to talk about death? It's a Saturday afternoon. We're on location in Miami. It's beautiful. We got our friends here. We got an audience watching. The the I like to the vulnerability. I like my vulnerability. It's been enough. Mom invited our friends, and they said yes, they're going to come to Miami. Got to talk about death now. Come on, you're so negative with your friends. I love my friends. You kidding me? One of my best, closest friends. I've yeah, but if you've been, I've known him not, that's since the first we're compliment. That's the first compliment I've heard that's you say. That's what guys do, right? Like, I don't. EJ, is not what guys do? I don't do? constantly say to my friend, oh, I'll say, oh my God, you look so stupid, but I, I don't say, I hate my friend. I never said hate my friends. I said, I don't want him to come. Mom invited him. I don't want him. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's but I love my friend. I've known him for long enough. I, I love my friend, but I hate hanging I've out I've known him long. I've known your mother, just so you know. Okay. Just so you know. No, I do know. Word up. Shout out to my bitches, EJ. Whoa, 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 whoa. Word up. Do the site. Turn me on. All right, so um, yeah, so we hope everybody's okay. It's, I was sharing my vulnerabilities, but yeah, we don't have to. That's oh, fine. I'm sorry, Bronnie. No, so, no, I'm and, just, and I'm someone your age should not think about death. Honestly, I don't think you should. I, I think it's okay, like to value life and appreciate your life. And it's sad that two people you know are in a hospital, different, di- different. And one of their friends passed away. Oh my god! Sad. I don't. We don't need to. I don't yeah, need to go into. I'm sad. not going to go into all the details. Sad. But like that all just happened, and it's just. It's not like I. It's it's just crazy that like literally. It is knock, knock on wood. I could drive home after this. Oh and just, my god! And just bloop oh off the face. Oh my of the god! Earth. Could you imagine? You're retarded. No, but that's that's okay. So how scary. is it? How is everything else? So let's. So you started law school yesterday. Yeah, to, to pivot. Yeah, full pivot. Yeah. Started law school. And I, I started law school. Yeah, I had my first class. You have food in your teeth again. That's all right. I'm saving it for later. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so you started your first class, and you already have a lot of reading, which is no big deal for you, but you like it. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, I I was reading yesterday and today. And it's a lot, but I was like enjoying what I was Good. reading. I think it's great. Where every like, I mean, I guess I have a leg up in that. That like, so you one like of the learning. books we have to read like this whole book, and it's five hundred pages. And all the kids yesterday were like, all the other kids. Most of them to me are kids. Um, most of the other students were like, oh my god, fought like that. That was such a. Big, I was stressed the fuck out. I like had to read five hundred pages. Big task for them to have to read five hundred pages in five days, and I was like. That's like that's a normal task for me. So already, you're, I was bra- like, oh, you're bragging about that. No, I'm, like, no, I'm just saying, like I that get, like I wasn't bothered by that but assignment. I told you, you're an avid. But a lot of people were like bothered. Okay, by but that. most people don't read the way you read. Seriously, <laughs> he's, he's doing pantomime. No, so. But most okay. people don't read the way you. No, you I know, love but that's reading, what I'm saying. Like, so, so that's you. Let me ask this question. I don't know the answer, but the fact that you grew up with your dad being a lawyer, you think that sort of helps you in any way or no? I probably will at some point. I mean, I've only had one class. Right. <laughs> Are you going to the basement? Our live, our go live do the studio. elevator. Do the basement. We have that's a live it. studio there audience. I'm doing pantomimes off. Oh, that's a good screen. one. You, Tim, you can't go that low. Back. He's too he old to do. He low. went six inches. <laughs> <laughs> he got to his nipples below EJ, EJ. the thing. Okay, God. his his knees don't work that way. No, he's an old man. Um, he's, I, I'm surprised he's not wearing cargo shorts. He's going downstairs. I don't, oh, we we have a duplex. I know that. Um. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably an age thing too. Like most of the other, most of the other people in my class are twenty three, twenty four. Right out of college, and the they're senior year they partied. Right, seriously. yeah, they're twenty two through twenty four, and so they've never experienced the real, like the real world. Plus, you're you're twenty seven, going on forty. Yeah, right. Um, but <laughs> but um, like in the whole orientation week, right? Like we had. Oh, or, tell about the intro we, of, of we, one of the girls. We had like we three orient. I mean, the thing too though is like we in one of our sessions in orientation, it was like an honor code session, and it was it was all about like the administration scaring us into like being responsible. No, no chat GTP. Well, that was one, one thing they talked about, but like the main thing was like they were like your professional life starts now. 
Like we urge you to go through your social media, purge anything that you're even a little quest is a little questionable. Just get rid of it. Like when you apply for the bar, they're gonna go through all these things, and you don't want anything. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, this podcast guy has been fucked. I'm- oh, you're right. <laughs> well, so you're right. So I sit down before that was the first session we had on Monday. So I sit. It was like the first thing we did. I sit down in the class, and this guy sits next to me. And it's just my personality, especially we're in orientation. So it's like, everyone's new, everything's new. So of course, every time I sit next to someone new, I'm going to turn to them and say, hey, what's up? I'm Bronson. Nice to meet you. Where are you I'd from? I'd be like, hey, fuck you. I don't need another friend. I right, go ahead. No, but like a lot of the people were like nervous or they're yeah. shy or they're, it's just I not get their, it. personality. their personality. So I was like, I'm going to introduce myself to everyone. These are the people I'm going to be spending the next three years with. I'm going to start to get to know them now. And I might as well do the introductions. So I sit next to this kid. Go, hey, my name is Bronson. What's up? And he, he goes, you got a podcast, don't you? And I was like, oh, that's so funny that you know it. And I was like, I hope you like saw a good clip. And he was like, yeah, I saw it on TikTok a few times. I don't remember what it was, but it's always been funny. And then I say, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm glad you saw a good one because I'm a little nervous about like some of the students here being like sticklers and assholes and, you know, like so PC and seeing some of my clips and like bringing them up to the administration. Now, I I know everything I've then said on the show. Then you let me fucking handle yeah, at that point. I, I know everything I've said on the show because I've said it and I edit all the clips, right? So, like, I know everything that's been put out there. And I would stand by everything I said. Like, I don't think I've said anything bad. I know I haven't. But, but even if you, you never, did say something bad, you're allowed to. Right. And you, you never, but you just never know. Like, nowadays, college environment, people are, like, you know, trying to be competitive or whatever. You never know. So, I'm saying this to him and he's like, yeah, I think you'd be fine. And I was like, let's just keep it on the down low that I have this podcast. And then we, they launch into this whole thing. Your social media presence will follow you for the rest of your life. And the kid and I keep turning to each other. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, fuck them. First Amendment I'm speech. not worried about it. Um, like, at all. I'm, I, it is what it is. And the things are already out there, right? Like, so there's nothing you can do. It hasn't, it hasn't really affected me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And it's all out there. And I, st- I, I would say everything. I stand by everything I say. It was just funny, the timing. And then the school is like, the irony. all these things. Um, did they say to you, look to your left, look to your right, one of you won't be here? They no. did that to us when our first class. No, they, they like are very much, this is a Nurturing. Not yeah, nurturing. They're just like, they're like, these are the people. Instead of look to your left, look to your right, one of you is not going to be here. They're like, look to your left, look to your right. These are your future partners your future deal makers your future future judges so make those relationships now because this is your network yeah, you're gonna find even more you're gonna be like fuck people are so stupid how they become lawyers you're gonna see, you're gonna see what you saw when you worked you know for the past year in a law firm you see how people are yeah but also like a main so orientation we were just sitting through like panels like that honor code thing right there were just different ones there was one on like how to manage your stress which is like really you guys need to teach us Some this people do there's one on like just like random stuff right one on like how to access ha- the I library i think they have to do these things yeah, yeah yeah they have to and it's like it was nice actually because it got it got me like you know it gets you to campus meeting other people no. walking around so you like then it's next like in week a deposition when, I, when you say where you're from where right, you it's a warm up it's softening them up exactly so i actually enjoyed it but that's literally the extent of orientation was right it was it was 9 to 2 of that every day for three days. So not a big deal. On our fourth day, we had like a community service day where like they brought, broke us up. What you have, plant trees? No, I like organized diapers into like packages. So they- That's my money well spent. (laughs) I'm glad (laughs) it was two hours. And we have to do 25 hours of pro bono work each semester. Like we have to. So this counted towards that anyways. Okay. Um, Organized diaper. I ask you to fucking help. What about when I, uh, I need to reset the garage clicker from my car? Is that pro bono? (laughs) <laughs> is that a trigger for you? No, no. Um, but I just, it was, it was nice. Like they give them these diapers to like low income mothers who can't afford it, whatever. So that's okay, nice. it's good. I think Not it's good. But when we were doing that, we were like in a big session before we like broke off and went to our respective places. We were like in a group of a hundred and the head of the group who was a, a third year third law year. student, she was like, I know orientation has been so stressful for you. I know there's, they're throwing a lot at you, yeah, you and go. I know it's like, a lot to take in now. And I was yeah. like, what? Like, to welcome in. to the world and have good luck passing the bar but, if you worry about and that. And then I was talking to other students and they were like, oh, it's so unfair that they threw all this stuff at us this the week before school starts. We should have been, like, they were why, already why stressed. This, I was like, why can't it be the week school starts? This is the week. But I was I was like, you're stressed now? Dude, dude. We, we, just, we just sat and learned about the honor code. You're a bloom. Most, you're a chief. Many people are Indians. Remember that. 
I was just shocked at at how like they literally already couldn't cope. And I'm like, no, yeah, this is the world. We and then about. we're in class. So you all don't of see it, it now among just regular people in your generation. We talk about how they're an Adderall, Ativan, all the stuff, you know, Xanax, and people can't function. Yeah, because yeah. we created like what that guy said: weak times create strong men. Strong <laughs> men. No, but it's the truth. Yes, it weak is. when 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 it starts off saying. Look around, these are people, this or that. We all got each other's back. We're a community. It, it, it's that little um, cushion. It's that safety net. You know, the, a little fear in your life. When they said to or us- Or a safety what, net. Like, what, I had a safety what, net growing up always, and no, it, but, it helped me. No but, what I, no, but what I'm saying is when they said, look to your left, look to your right. Because I take the risks. No, but, but the point is, when you know you, you could be one of those three that are not going to be here, you better fuck and you want to be here. You better work hard to make sure you're there. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm not a, worried about that's that. After I'm saying, but that's a kick in your fucking ass to keep you going. Yeah. So, so in a lot of the, like, a lot of times I was, like, talking to different people and stuff. Um, they were like, oh, I'm so nervous for cold calling, right? Because that's, like, a big thing in law school is that the professor will just be, like, be, like, they have yeah, their sheet like, of names. And they'll just be, like, okay, Bronson, what did you think was the correct, main that's issue? What they do, right. And then you just have to, you have right. to give no an answer deal, yeah. in front of the whole class. Which is no big deal. No. That's so, all we did. But a lot of the kids were, like, so nervous about that. Like, literally, like, already having stress before we even went to a class. Oh and so I kept God. trying to tell these people. Like, I felt so old doing this. Like, I felt like I was, like, being the annoying, like, parent. But I kept being, like, it doesn't matter. Like, literally, it doesn't is matter. Is it You're anonymous grading? Out. Yeah, so none of that stuff matters anyway. I mean, they could no, give you a weight of you, like your participation in class, which right? they do. But but also like the main thing people were nervous about was being embarrassed in front of everyone if they got the answer yeah, wrong. And I'm like, who? Care. I know. But who I'm like, who cares if you get the answer wrong? If I get called on it and I literally don't know something, I and mean, let's say I get it wrong, I would say I don't know the answer if I really didn't know right, or I'd bullshit something up. Correct. But then we were in class. It's law is a lot of bullshit, by the way. Yeah, and it's, it's like not medicine. Either you fucking know what the artery is, you can make right. up any argument in law. Well, they've a lot of the people in the panels during, through orientation would ask questions, and they kept saying like the main answer that you'll learn in law school is it depends. Like the, it's of not course. yes or no. Correct. So then it's even more so like you should not be nervous at all because just make make right. a point and argue it. Like don't correct. So then we were in class on Friday, and the professor was like, "Okay, I want you guys to break up into groups of three. Um, we were like going over this case, and he's like, "I want you three to." to write up what the procedural history is and tell the class, you three to write up the reasoning, you three, the order, all that stuff, whatever, right? So I was in this group of two 23-year-old girls, and because that's mostly the whole class. They said we're like 70, 30 women to men. Because the women are looking for a husband. <laughs> but they no, said that's, that that's what normal. I'm you. The, the dean, in a speech, he's, he, he ran through like stats of the class, and they said it was like, they said maybe like 67 Thirty and they they get their they get their JD degree to the MRS degree, then they stop yeah. practicing their JD. This is what happens. Yeah, seriously. But he like, said that that was normal. He said it's mostly way more women. I I guess women go to school more. They look the at, they're looking for a husband. You think all these women that are in this course are? I think that I think that once the, a lot of them once they become wives they stop. Well, yeah, but as they should. I can't. Woohoo. They were <laughs> fighting words for those fucking no, no, no. women's I, rights. I mean, like, as they should if they want to. Know your role, bitch. That's I, what you're saying. You no, can say it. As they should if they want to. A man sh- probably shouldn't no, just get married man, and give up their work. Wouldn't it be nice? No. I don't think you'd want that. I'm you teasing. would want that? No, I don't want to be. Like, I have a right. buddy of mine I'm really close with. He just recently retired. I'd be fucking miserable. But I also think it's, spe- it's, it's, different. Not, okay. it's different 60 plus, right? But I'm talking I'm about teasing. like at 25, at 30, a no, I, think man, I think the man should a man be the provider. value, and whether it's right or wrong, that's just the way our DNA is and our way, our, the way our society is. I think it's a mixture of both, that like a man's value and purpose comes from their work, whether it used to be being a warrior in the, in no, the I, war it gives you a purpose or in life hunting. To get up now every it's, day. Now it's having a job, right? It used I to agree. be like going out on the hunt, right? That's what we evolved for. Now the hunt is you going to your office and making money. That's the you and, bring, and making you bring a difference. Back the bacon. It used to be right. a pig that you would hunt. Yep. Now it's money, right? I get it. But for I, women, that's not where their value came from, right? Evolutionarily. So I think it's totally. That's why I said I think a woman should, if they want to. I agree. But a man, I don't think should, if he wants to. I agree. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I agree. If a man is 25 and he's like, you know what, I'm going to get married and the and my wife can work. The man's less of a I'm man. Not, I agree with that. But if the woman says that, I think the woman's more of a woman. Well, we believe in old-fashioned values. That's uh, just the way we do. Yeah, I don't we know if do. more of a woman, but yeah. 
Yeah, that's what we do. And some and and I and I think even the in the progressive women that say no, 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 I could whatever. I'm telling you, they still want to be taken care well, of. Well, all those women who are working, like they're like the boss bitches, right? That's what they like call themselves. That's like that term, the term for that type of woman. They're all the depressed ones. They're literally all the depressed ones I, on medication. I, I, the I women, think, the women who are stay at home moms raising their children. Well, I actually, I'm speaking out of my ass. No, I have no idea. That. I. Good. I think that no matter what, whether it's the boss bitch or whatever it is, I still think a woman wants to be taken care of by a man. I still think she wants to feel secure. She would like the man to be a man and act like a man so she can feel like a woman. And I think that's, you know, a lot. And I'm making general statements, but a lot of women say, I'm going into my career. And that's that says priority over everything else. It's because maybe they had a bad experience with, with in relationships or they have a hard time with relationships or whatever it is. And of course, there are just some women who just, that's what they want to do, and I get it. But I still think people would like to have a relationship. That's my opinion. Yeah, of course. But so, yeah, we were in class, and we broke up into these groups. And the two girls and I, we were going through a thing, and then they were like, oh, who, who wants to talk in front? Like, who wants to do the talking? And I was like, I'll totally do it. Like, I don't care at all. Right. And then they were like, and then I literally had to get, I gave them, like, a lecture. I was like, guys, it doesn't matter. And we've already been in the class for an hour. I was like, this guy's nice. Like, and they were like, yeah, he seems super nice. I was like, yeah. So let's say you call, you raise your hand and get the answer wrong. So what? Big and they were like, but deal. it's going to be embarrassing. And I was like, no, it's not. We're because all in your shoes. Half, half the people don't know the answer. Not yet that. And also it's like everyone is in your shoes. So, and none of us want to be called on. So if you're the unlucky one that got, got called on and you get it wrong, but we're some, all going to be like, oh, damn. People, we're not going to be like, fuck that person. Brian, some people have a hard time in public speaking. It's just the way yeah. it is. And I then one of the girls you. was like, oh my God, you're so confident. And I was like, no, it's not that. It's just that it doesn't matter. They're not going to kick you out of school for getting a question wrong. They want your money. They that's, don't that's just people, Ronnie. Yeah. And then one of, and then the girl that I was sitting next to, to super nice girl, um, so she's listening like I'm, I'm not I'm not trashing you. I, I just want you to learn. <laughs> um, she he, the professor said like, oh, yeah. And this assignment, uh, there's a due date or whatever. And he didn't say what the due date was. And so she was like she whispered to me. She's like, oh, my God, he, when is the due date? And I just raised my hand. I was like, excuse me. Correct. When is the due date? Correct. And then he was like, oh, it's going to be September 18th. Correct. And right. I was like, just raise your hand right. and ask. But no one did. I was like one of the, it was me and like one other person that were the only ones answering when he posed something. And I was like, I don't want to be the annoying person, but like we can't sit in silence. Listen, even in court, if we have a hearing and the judge starts rattling off how he wants the right to proposed order, he'll be like, counselor, submit an order. And I'll sometimes say, Judge, just for clarification, you want this, you want this. Did I leave anything out? It's the same exact thing. Right. It's like they're just, this they, professor is just a person. It's just a guy who wipes his ass. They're yeah. no fucking better than you are. And it's like they don't care. And if they, but if they are care, like pompous and care, then I don't, then I don't then fuck want, care about their respect anyways. No, but people are afraid. Yeah. That's just the way it is. That's the world we live in. Yeah, I think it's just people need to like grow up a little bit. Never going to happen. Not when you fucking coddle and spoon feed. Even mom does that with Burke sometimes. She'll cause him up with this, this, what I go. Let the fucking guy be. We just spoke. Like, let it be. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's. But the, I've also always had that proclivity. You get that. I think from, just naturally. You get that I from me, that, brother. Which I love. I think yeah. it's a great quality. And I think a lot of it starts from the parenting when the kids are young, giving them the self-worth and confidence and letting them be more independent. That's and make a, the mistake. The biggest thing is to like make the mistakes on your own, mess up, and then like be like, oh, I survived. That's like the Correct. biggest thing. I remember I've told this story so many times, but it literally has like changed it changed my whole perception of things when I was at that Turtle Island camp. Well, that was an extreme thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it was an extreme thing. And I was in an extreme situation and I was very uncomfortable and very out of my element. And I wanted to cancel it. Remember, I wanted to leave. I remember. I, I don't to, blame you. I wanted to come home. I don't blame you. And I wrote a note out to you and mom, like a letter, at, right? And they would have sent it, to, sent it, like, come pick me up. I don't like it here. I want to leave, whatever, all that shit. And then I said to myself, I guess I just had the maturity or whatever. And I'm so thankful that I did this you to were myself. young. Yeah, I was 13 at the time. I said, hold on to this for a day or two more. And then if you still feel this way after five days rather than three, then you, tr then you gave it your best shot. And then you can go home and you don't have your tail between your legs, right? You're not a bitch if you did that. A day later, I was a little more accustomed. Then the next day, by the next day, the fifth day, when I was going to send the letter, I was like, you know what? I got this. By the end of the, of the camp, I fucking loved that I didn't want to leave. And then I remember, I remember still thinking now, like, I can, 
I can get through get anything through as long as I, I just have to accept you, it and do it. Do you ever keep in contact with anybody from from Turtle Island? No, no. Yeah, I remember they were all, none of them ha- even have like internet. You know? Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting thing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it's people are afraid to come outside their comfort zone. So there, and you don't learn that you can survive it unless you're pushed out of it. Okay, and then so you do like survive. even this woman that uh, my friend's wife last night we had this birthday party and she. We saw at the Boca Resort, we were having coffee outside, and Banks was there, and she would not come over because she was so afraid of Banks. She's afraid of dogs. So the husband's been in my house, and he's like, I want, he wants the wife to come to our house, but she won't come to the house because of the dog. And I said, you know, you're a 58-year-old woman. Our dog's not going to bite you, and, and what better dog than to come outside your comfort zone and see that dogs are okay? And, yeah. Banks and it's also, a, it's okay to be afraid of a dog. It's okay, but, but Banks, to let it ruin your life. But Banks is a friendly dog, right? So- so she's so fearful she wouldn't even she won't even won't even entertain coming over and petting right, the dog. So then it's like think if she has that mindset about that, then There's she has that mindset things. about all her fears. Correct. So I because said, if you have the right, like if you you have to approach your fears, you can't right. just no. I said I said these are great opportunities. That how do you grow as a person if you don't come outside your comfort zone? Right. I and agree. Then, and then even like minuscule things that like right like like today we were just at the at the coffee shop. And I wanted a bag of beans, and I always get the same beans. And so when I first went up, she said, sorry, we're out of those beans, but we have these ones. So then I was like, okay. Right. But then I saw, I was looking. No, I saw in the back of the of the thing, the roast date, and I like to get it as ro- fresh recent as, as possible. Fresh, right. And these weren't as fresh. So I went up, and I saw a restocking. So I was like, I'm going to just go up and change 100%. to a, a fresh one. I'm going to ask. So when I went up, I saw that she had the beans I wanted. So I was like, oh, can I get those? And she was like, oh, actually, it's a price difference. I was like, yeah, let's let's exchange it. Even that, like, a lot of people would have the fear. It's not a huge fear, but, like, would have the fear of being, like, to, of speaking up. I think you taught that. And then they that. wouldn't. I think you taught that. woman's that. mindset of, I have a fear of dogs. I'm not even going to approach it. They would have, I have a fear of speaking up. I'm not even going to approach. And then they live a worse life because they don't have the things they but want. But we're. I have the beans I want listen, now we're, because I spoke but, up. But, but even. And listen, I did it nicely. I wasn't a, a dick about there's it. There's also a culture like that certain Jew alpha mentality, like. We want a different seat. We want a different table. Like even today at breakfast, we're with our friends. Yeah, and we all we, we were like, we want to sit inside. We want this. We want that. It's just it's there's a certain cultural aspect. Yeah, but that's too. a good. I agree. Speak up for what you want. I agree. Reason. Obviously. I agree. Um, shit. That I just that just reminded me of something, but I can't remember it now. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. So what else? Any interesting topics today? Yeah, I do have interesting topics, but Let's they're like all they're, they're all over the place. No, they're they're not all over the place. They all actually have like a similar vein. It's just like a total pivot. Similar vein, pivot. What? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but they're all international. So we're gonna take we're gonna take a a break from America. Oh, we're going abroad. We're going abroad. Oh, welcome to Daddy Issues Abroad. Yeah, these are all international. Wow. Now, why topics. do I why do I care about international topics? Because some I know, I'm teasing. No, I am teasing. Some that. directly have to do with you. Some are just interesting. I I doubt we're gonna get to all of them. Some are just and they're all like stuff that are happening right now. Um, some though are like I think like a house precursor hun- for World War Three. Okay, there's like House Hunters Abroad. This is international Daddy Issues Abroad. Yeah. Um, I th- so we'll, let's just go to the biggest one first because not a lot of people are talking about this. It's a huge thing, and I really do think that it's like like so World War One started because of a little little. What skirm- came first, World War One or World War Two? Nice, Bunny Pratty. Um. It's a joke, you stupid people. World War One started because of a little skirmish in the Balkans, right? Which is like a random part of the world. It happened in Serbia, right? Like, would you ever think the biggest war the world has ever seen would have been being initiated in Serbia? Like, no. why would right? It's, so it's like a random. And I don't place. know a lot about my history. I'm not a history buff. I, I I am a history buff. I know you like that stuff. Um, so I'm seeing history play out in in what's happening in the world nowadays. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um. In Africa, in a few countries in Western Africa, there have been like military coups in the last couple of weeks that have that have come out, and it's like extremely problematic because there's all these different alliances that are going into it. I, I don't know too much about it, so we'll we'll read up on it. But I think it's um, it's not Cote d'Ivoire, but let's see. Let me get it. And then there's not only is it a problem for these people in Africa, and then not only is it a problem for the rest of the world. But it's a problem directly for America because we're already seeing it because of these coups and the, they're like, basically they're in civil wars. It's, it's Niger specifically. 
not Nigeria, Niger, which is a different country that a lot of people wouldn't even that they not even existed. Um, but we're starting to see waves of these people that are like refugees from these wars land in New York already. So it's like even if you don't really, how do they get in? They can afford to fly out here. If you, I guess you sit, spend all your life savings if you got to get out, right? Like you go if, on steerage. Yeah, I mean, if you have to, if you have to get out for life or death, right? Um, Good, let them go to New York. I don't give a fuck. But, but like you were saying, why would I care about this? Like it's already, it's been a couple weeks of these. They get things, here illegally, and they're already arriving in our so, inside our borders. So they come inside our borders. They say they're traveling, just visiting, and then they stay here no, forever. No, no, that I think they say we're escaping. We're seeking so the refugees, asylum. and we allow them. Yeah. Like everybody else. Like we're refugees seeking asylum. And then there's different rules for that. And so obviously if you're like coming from New Zealand, you can't seek asylum. What are you seeking asylum from? But if you're from Niger, like, yeah, they're in a war right now. So let I, I guess let's just give a, a background to it. I'll read from an article because I it's don't know Africa, all the details. Niger? Yeah. So it's like Niger and then Burkina Faso are the are two different countries. But they're both involved in this similar war because of each other. How many people in that country? Four? No, these are... Okay, so this is the problem, too. You, in your mind, right? Because Africa, to you, when you were a kid, was... Jungles. Yeah, it wasn't, but to the on the world stage, it was completely insignificant, right? Like, it didn't matter politically. It never was. Yeah. Right. It didn't matter politically, culturally, anything. But that's not the case anymore. I, we've, I've talked about this in the show a lot, right? We've talked about... How chi- I remember I've said to you, China has spent a lot of money in Africa. Diamonds, cobalt, all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of our... See, peace, I, I listen. Yeah. but so, so these are all things why this is so important. Because 50 years ago, Africa wasn't important. If there were internal skirmishes, I mean, it didn't Toto matter. Toto made a song called <laughs> Africa. But like, it's like... Which is low-key a good song. Yes, it's not even low-key. It's a great song. Yeah, it is a good song. China, what China was in the 70s and 80s, right? When you were a kid, you guys probably were like always worried, oh, China's going to take over the world. China is the new indus- the new center of industry. China has so many people that their workforce is so cheap that we're shipping all our goods off to China, right? That was China. Yes. My generation's China is Africa. And Africa obviously is a continent. China is a country. But that's the way that the political world is going. Right, like China is on its on the outs, and I've talked about that on the show too. Right, we've talked about that a lot. China is done. They, they their population has completely declined. They don't have young people to replace the workforce. All their people are retiring, and they don't have the money to keep these factories so cheap. And they're only outsourcing, right? So China doesn't have any resources. They have to get all their oil, all their electricity from other countries, all their metal, all this stuff. What about that fried rice? <laughs> So as the world is getting more insular, which has been a thing over the last couple of years, right? Like everyone is getting more into their, especially since COVID, right? Like everyone's like, we need to be de- dependent on ourselves only. So China's fucked because they were completely dependent on the I, world. No, I don't feel sorry for China. Fuck them. No, I agree with right. you. But what China, so then who's going to replace China is Africa. That's been the way it is. They have an which ex- the Chinese are buying. Right, exactly. So it's China. Yeah, but so just located in Africa. Yeah, but so that's why I'm saying like these when when I brought up, I was like, "There's all these international things," and you were like, "But I don't care." But that's why I'm saying like these are going to be. I feel very comfortable with Biden protecting our country. Nothing's going to happen. These are going to be the players for the next, you know, generation of America on the soil of Africa. That's what China's trying, and so the thing is, there have been coups. You think there's going to be Chanel stores in, in Africa? There's going to be coups of, I mean, the, the thing, like, you think of Africa as, like, little villages, but in the last 20 years, Africa has been insanely developed. There's not one skyscraper. Yes, there is. is There's there really? insane sky, yeah. There, like, there are countries, like, Nigeria, like, La- and or Lagos, which is a city, uh, the capital of Rwanda, I forget what, Rwanda is supposed Isn't to be. is Black Panther? No, that's Wakanda. Niger, Nigeria, Wakanda, Rwanda. But Wakanda's not a real place. Rwanda. <gasps> Are you serious? Rwanda. So is they don't rated, have all that shit in there? Rwanda's rated as one of the most advanced countries in the world right now. Oh, like, come on. Rwanda capital. Let's see. I'll show you pictures of their capital. It looks like a beautiful, modern, metropolitan city. They have water? Yeah, see, but you think of Africa as back country, and well, it's not that. 30 cents a day can save that kid and bring drinking water. Kigali. This is the capital of Rwanda, Kigali. Wow. This looks like it would be in America, doesn't it? Wow. This looks like it's like a Washington. I don't see any animals, though. Where's the lions and shit? No, but that's not here. See, so 
and look, look at this. And it's supposed to be one of the safest places in the world. This is like their future, what they're projecting for the future. There's a lot of development going on. There's a lot of money um, because they have all the resources, right? So they're developing. So these coups are happening internally, but the big powers of the world, China, Russia, America, are trying to get involved. And that's why it's going to be such a problem. Because, I mean, I guess they should get involved because if China's going to get involved, then we have to, right? We can't sit back. So and we're going to take more American taxpayer dollars and put it into fucking Africa and help build Africa? No, not help build, help a war. That's what I'm worried about. We're going, if, if China's coming in, it, so let's just, let me read some of the facts. A war in Africa, you think? Yeah, full on. So now I think there's going to be, so we're going to spend more money in Africa I think it's going to be worse now. than more Ukraine and Russia. More taxpayer fucking dollars yeah, going to the shit. Yeah, but this one, I think is going to be, it, this one is going to be necessary. It's like, so that's why I was comparing it to World War One because World War One there were all these alliances, right? So like they call it the, the, they called it like the Balkan powder keg or something because there were all these alliances set up. So it was like the U.S. said, we're back, we're going to back the U.K. no matter what. And the U.K. said, we will back France no matter what. So then that means that we have to back France, right? right. So you see like- And these, fuck France. <laughs> but this was back in World War One. I'm saying. I get it. And then there was also the opposite, like Turkey and Russia were like, we're going to back each other no matter what. And there was a lot of pressures, right? There were a lot of economic pressures because the economy was, was really bad at the time. And there were a lot of political pressures because there were weak leaders, people wanted different land, there were wars that people didn't want to fight in. And then so there was a one little skirmish that happened in Sarajevo, the city, which is like in Serbia, I think. Um, one political guy was killed and it set off a chain reaction of treaties and uh, like how you, you know, Russia... When Russia invaded Ukraine, we, we, we're not Ukrainian, America I'm talking about, right? But instantly everyone in America and the American government was like, we have to be on the Ukrainian side because we're anti-Russia. So those, that's what then, if you have, luckily we only really had like, it was like a few alliances. But with this Africa one, we have China involved, we have Russia involved, we have the EU involved, we have the US involved. So all you need is one little but what's gonna, but, to but, launch the war. But why do you think we thought in Ukraine Africa? Was why do you think the issues in Africa? Because that's where the future of the world is. But what kind of you think? Uh, you think a uh, like a a war on the ground? Yeah, yeah. Fighting and, a, and then over a, what? And then a war between people. Fighting over what though? Over the control of Africa, and then also over right, like. But Africa's not gonna. Fight? Yeah, Africa's involved in this. Situ- and, Do they have okay, an army? We're using we're using Africa as a Africa's a continent. There are many okay. countries okay. in Africa. Whatever the fucking Rwanda, let's say. Do they have no? It's Niger and Burkina Faso specifically. Okay, but do they have a fucking army? Of course they do. What do you mean? Why Canada doesn't? Of course Canada has an army. Do they really? Of course. No, I heard Canada doesn't have an army. Yes, they have an army. Are you sure? It's not big, and they don't have a lot of money behind it. But they have an army. But here's another right. But Canada doesn't need a big army because if someone fucking bombs Canada, they have the U.S.'s army to back them. Right, we will a hundred. If China launches a bomb on Toronto, you don't think DC will be like, "Oh, we're going to war with China now." Of course they would. So that's what I'm saying. It's not that we're going to be like we have to protect Niger, but if China comes in and kicks out a U.S. That like an government, English friend, my friend Niger's coming over, <laughs> like Nigel. So let let's read some of the facts. So this says, "This is uh, no, that's an old one." Let's oh, see. we can't do a folly advice. No, because I can't get it off my right. phone. Um, I could pretend. And I bet a Hi, lot this of, is anonymous. I bet a lot of people listening don't haven't even heard of any of these I things. I think when you say Niger, I think you meant Nigeria. Yeah, it's a different country. And it's not the N-word. Different country? Country. No, what's with the N-word? I said it's not the N-word. Jesus. It's spelled with one last G, but it's the same word otherwise. Okay. So this is an article that was posted. Um, oh, this is a little old, too. This says, Africa's coup belt spans the continent, a, a line of six countries crossing 3,500 miles coast to coast that has become the longest military rule corridor on earth. This past week, military takeover in the West African nation of Niger toppled the domino in a band across the growth of Africa, from Guinea in the west to Sudan in the east, now controlled by gun- juntas that came to power in a coup. All but well, one of us. Will you just speak in English? So I don't know what there juntas There wasn't one word... That sounded English to me. <laughs> you know what a coup is? Yeah. That's when the baby goes, uh, uh. A coup is when the military t- overthrows the government and put and then puts in their own power. Gotcha. Um, That's what we should do. 
So this says the last leader to fall was Niger's Mohamed Bazoum, a democratically elected American ally. See, so this is where it gets interesting. Democratically elected American ally who disappeared on Wednesday when his guards detained him at the presidential palace in the capital. His security chief now claims to be running the country. We have decided to intervene, General Tichani, Niger's new rule, self-appointed ruler, said to the nation on Friday. The, this coup instantly reverberated far beyond Niger, a sprawling and improv, impoverished country in one of the world's toughest neighborhoods. African leaders sounded the alarm over the latest blow to democracy on a continent where decades of hard-won advances are slipping away. Africa has suffered a serious setback, Kenya's president said. For the United States and its allies, the coup raised urgent questions about the fight against Islamist militants, the vast Samirid region with links to Al-Qaeda and the Islamic State are gaining ground. Um, I'm very worried. Let's see, what else does it say? Does it say anything in here about China? Secretary of State Anthony Blinken speaking at a news conference on Saturday warned that the U.S. could end its financial support and security cooperation for Niger if the president was not reinstated. Though officials say the U.S. would be reluctant to go that far, Mr. Blinken was unequivocal. Um, any American withdrawal could open a door to Russia. The Why, site- is America in there? No, so the president of Niger, who now mm-hmm. is gone because the, mili- the, the head of the military kicked okay. him out, and we don't know where he is. He could, they could have just killed him. He was our guy. We put him in. That's the problem because okay. we put him in. I wasn't following that, okay. He was democratically elected, but then again, like he was democratically elected with the help of American money. Because okay. America, that's America's main bread and butter in, the, in world politics is like, let's install sympathetic people to us in their governments, and then we can, okay. they'll be friends you, with us, they'll be allies. Right. And then we, they- we put, Basically, we put you there, but now we want to call Right, call, we, call we, we put you there, so now if China comes on knocking on your door for your cobalt, you're going to turn them away. Okay. But that guy's gone now. They, they killed him. Suppose, we don't know what they did to him. But- Every time, not every time, but a lot of times that America's done that in the past, it's, it's failed, right? Like Cuba, we tried and they overthrew. Venezuela, we tried and they overthrew. We've tried that a lot of times, the American government, and it's actually been extremely okay. worse okay. In, the, in the other way. Um, but the problem with this one, the, one, the part that's scares I, I, me so much. I get why America does that, but it really should be people who get voted in by their own country. I agree with you. But that's a not American people, foreign policy. And, and also, it's not a lot of policy in some of these countries where it's just done by brute for, force, not by demo, democracy. Right. So America, on, this, on the surface, the, the, the rationale why we're doing that is these countries are incapable of having free and fair right. elections. America, as the leader of democracy, right. we, you know, we created democracy. We're a beacon of freedom. We're going to come to your country and help you have freedom. Now, that's the surface level. That's not really why they're doing no, it. No, I get it. They don't. And that's not right. really what they do anyways, because most of the time, like I bet this president, and they say democratically elected, I bet America rigged the election in Niger to get their guy in. Could be. Because that's usually what they do. They did it here against Trump. <laughs> but the problem with this is that not only do Americans want this, but also Chinese and Russians, right? So here it says, the sight of Russian flags being waved by coup supporters in the capital this past week, echoed similar scenes after a coup in Burkina Faso recently, which is another country in Africa, a neighboring country. The flags do not mean the Kremlin was behind the coup, analysts say, but they do symbolize how Russia has positioned itself as the torchbearer of anti-Western and especially anti-French sentiment in Africa in recent years. President Vladimir- They want communism. No, they want, so it's spheres of influence, right? Like, like in the Cold right, War. They don't want democracy and, and freedom and they it's Russia not even that they not want, want that. that. They just want they like how we want the no, president they to be don't our want guy. It, but no, but they, they want know, the president but, to be but, their guy. But they don't want westernization. They don't want westernization. Democracy. Right. They don't want that. Right. It's during They the, want government complete control and power. Yeah. During the Cold War. Which is what America the, has under the skies of who you vote in. Right, Same exactly. Shit. We're authoritarian too it's in these all countries. Bullshit. That's why every country America goes into, every poor country they fuck it up. Not, not only do they fuck it up, but the people in the country are like, get the fuck out of our country. You're making it worse. Right, we, we don't- Iraq, we, Afghanistan. I need fucking uh, Biden tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. It's like this. I need the government to take my tax and invest in my, my social security money. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, and it's not, it's not only that. Like, at least they're our government. Imagine if- imagine if Someone um, else came in. Russia came imagine in Imagine if Germany came it, into our country and, and started how you telling it. us what to do. We'd be like, get the fuck out. I don't blame them. Not, I don't Listen, blame them at all. I've always Ameri- been- a- I think America should worry about your own first. Like I always say- Am I going to invest in, in Boca local high school and Boca the town, or am I going to do Hialeah first? Yeah, and I'm so take care of my own that first. That was one of Trump's big policy things: was America first. I agree with that. Makes so America that great. Changed in the in 
from the 50s until the 2000s, right? And then it changed in the 2010s. The Republican Party was the one of, we need to go spread American democracy around the world. And the Democrats were saying, no, what are we doing? We need to only focus on America. We, we have no place in Iraq. We have no place in Afghanistan. Like it was, right, Cheney and Bush were the mm-hmm. ones that took us there. They were the neocons, right? They were super Republican. Bush did but fuck it's, that it's up. changed now. Should never gone that. And now the ridiculous. Democratic Party is the one saying, we need to go be putting our people everywhere in the world. Ukraine, Kuwait, all these places. And the Republicans are saying, no, 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 bring everyone home. Folk, it has we, changed because Bush did that. I remember Bush right, and, yeah. and that was a bit. And the liberals Bad were move. saying, "Bring our soldiers home." But yeah. now it's the Republicans saying, "Bring our soldiers home yep. from Ukraine and all that shit." Right. So it's that's totally changed. Interesting. But remember in the Cold War, I mean, or if oh, you, I was freezing. But if you think about the Cold War, right, it was about spheres of in- damn it. It was about spheres of influence, right? The whole thing was the Iron Curtain, right? You know that that saying yeah. how like because that was in the winter time. <laughs> no. You know the, the Iron Curtain is? Yeah. <laughs> but the Iron Curtain... The Iron Curtain is something when you go for an x-ray, they put over your crotch <laughs> so you can have children. <laughs> the Iron Curtain was the idea... Or is that with the Wizard of Oz when you're like, oh my God, and like, courage, I want courage. Oh God. The Iron- That's a pretty good... Uh, yeah. <laughs> courage. The idea of the Iron Curtain was... That was the line for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea of the Iron Curtain was that the Soviet Union has their people instilled in Poland, Czech, Czech Republic, um, Ukraine, Bosnia, right? All these countries, those are under their influence. And then Germany, France, Spain, those are under our influence, right? So it was like the Western world versus the Eastern world. That changed after the Soviet Union fell, but that's what they're trying to do again in Africa. So instead of in Europe, they're trying to do it. So America, we have Niger. You guys have Burkina Faso. We have the Congo. But that's going to be a problem. And not only is it and these poor people in Africa, like the, what, what about us? Yeah. We, we it's want ours. our control. Leave me to fuck alone, right? So it's a huge problem because not only, at least in the Cold War, it was literally just like the U.S. and Russia, but now and it's U.S., sweat. Russia, China, and then Africa wants their own control over it. So it's going to be. A, that's why I'm saying I think this is a precursor for World War Three because you have U.S., Europe, so World War Three Russia, would be Africa, there China. though, not here. Well, it would be all over, like World War Two. Was all over. It, there were fighting in Japan. There was fighting in Europe. There was fighting in Hawaii. You know, there was fighting all over. Um, so interesting. I think it would start. That's why I'm so nervous about this. Um, so here it says, "Oh, more money for nonsense." And, they make and this money. is all happening right now. Oh my god! Uh, it says President Vladimir Just lower Putin, interest rates. President Vladimir Putin of Russia sought to exploit that gap at this past week's Africa summit in St. Petersburg where he proposed to liberate African countries from colonialism, even as its country's own Wagner mercenaries have exploited African gold and diamonds and committed atrocities. So you can see they're already starting to pin each other. The American media is saying, Russia is doing bad shit in Africa, so we need to get in, right? They said he's committed atrocities. And then in Russia, Putin is speaking to his own people and saying, we need to liberate Africa from colonialism, meaning the Americans. The Americans are going in there and taking them over. We need to liberate them. So it's like we're going to have a, a war in Africa. We're going to fight each other over the Africans. It says, for Wagner's mercurial boss, the run of coup is a business opportunity. His forces already operate in Mali and Sudan, which is in the coup belt, as well as the Central African Republic and Libya. Libya. So all these countries are having political upheavals. Which, if Trump was there, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we we these things would be settled. Um, hovering on the margins of Saint, the Saint Petersburg summit this past week, uh, the head of the Wagner Group praised the coup in Niger and proposed sending his own armed fighters to help, meaning to help keep the American president out of the thing. If but if the coup belt be, has become a theater of geopolitical maneuvering, the coups themselves are ro- rooted in an explosive mix of local flavors. Then it keeps going on. In Guinea, the coup leaders justified their actions by citing anger at widespread corruption. In Mali and Burkina Faso, they claim to have an answer to Islamic militancy. In fact, insurgent violence has spread under... Yeah, so it keeps going, going. All these... I want to get one on China that talks about what China's doing in it. But it's so scary. And then also, I'll show you a video of the people... We don't have more money to give away to these fucking places. It's terrible, Bronson. Yeah, so this is from last week in Reuters. Um... From Beijing, China's foreign military 
China's foreign ministry said on Thursday it believes Niger and other regional countries have the wisdom and capability to find a political resolution to the current situation, referring to the last week. Sounds like like the Niger government has no say in this. It's a a fight between everybody else. That's what I'm saying. So it's like all these countries are now using this African turmoil to fight each other. Um, Nigerian soldiers announced last Wednesday that President Mohamed Benzoum had been removed from power uh, the coup has been widely condemned by Western countries and West African nations have imposed sanctions on the country calling for the absent government to be restored. Uh, China's foreign ministry said, we believe that Niger, oh yeah, that's what I just said. It is also, call, China also called for relevant parties to restore normal order as soon as possible. Then the foreign ministry said, President Bazoum is a friend of China and it is hoped that his personal safety is guaranteed and that relevant parties in Niger peacefully manage differences. The statement did not refer to the events as a coup and did not specific specify which countries it was referring to. The ministry added that it, quote, attaches high importance to the safety of Chinese nationals in Niger, which there are none, and that it has directed them to st- strengthen safety and preventative measures and prepare for an emergency. The foreign ministry and China's embassy in Niger will continue to remain close. China did not confirm whether there were any Chinese casualties. But we've talked for a long for years on this podcast about how China has been trying to make inroads in Africa. They've been buying up. Well, we know they have been doing it. Yeah. So it's like you don't think if Russia and America start getting well, involved, Russia's, China's going to be like, "Hey, these are our assets." Right. But China is an ally with Russia only in their hatred of America. That's true. But China and Russia fight for their own ways. Yeah, I mean, they, they both fight for their own stand stage on the political right. stage. They fight for resources, right? Like, China wants to give energy. a terrible world we live in. It's yeah. terrible. It's such not... You would think today's day and age, people have grown and fucking like... I mean, it's just crazy. This is from foreignpolicy.com. It said, who benefits from Niger's coup? Most global powers with a military presence or financial stake in the country stand to lose from instability, and that will put pressure on the military junta. I don't know what junta means. Um, United States and France condemned the coup. Yeah, I, so we can go on and on with this. I just wanted to bring it up to everyone because not many people are talking about this. No, I never even knew about it. Never even knew. Didn't even know. Here, look at this. This is from Time from last week. Why many Nigerians want Russia in and the West out. That's yeah, terrifying. But, but again, I know, but that's just the caption. Remember, we, you don't know what's real and what's not real. Right, but even so, if America, right, this is the American media. If the American media is telling Americans that... There's a threat to our, you know, that Russia is going to take over the world, right? If you read that. But this could be, but this can be a preface for, again, you said mo- a lot of money is made in war. This is a preface for them to start doing exactly. this. Exactly. And, and that's all these more things. More corruption. That, exactly. It's just a problem. That's what I'm saying I'm worried about. I'm saying I think we're going to be going to war in Africa, which is like, why the fuck are we going to war in Africa? If, if the American media is saying Russia is going to be invading Africa, and if Russia... So America can't let them, because we want Africa, for, or we don't want Russia or, to become too or powerful. we don't want... We, it's not even... The American media and government won't say we want Africa, which is secretly what we they just want. can't have Russia have They're it. just going to say we can't let them have it, which I also agree with. I do agree with that. But we, right. And then in Russia, Putin, right? We read what he said to his people in a press conference. He addressed the nation and said... We need to liberate Africa from the Americans taking them over, and it's like, of course, the Russians are going to then say, "Yeah, we." But can't we have say a- that we say the complete opposite. So I, I get know, it. But that's what leads to a war is when both sides are propagandizing to each other, saying we need to stop them. Then we're as Americans going to be like, "Fuck it, we need to stop them. Go to Africa. Go fight for us." And then we're in another war, and this one uh, will be waste. probably probably bigger be worse than, than the Ukraine. Yeah. Yep. Because we have China's involvement. We have Africa's involvement. And we have a direct, we have like, if they got Ukraine, Ukraine, it's not like this, is, Africa's much more valuable. We can't let them take Africa. Yeah, and there's also, like, Ukraine was at one point part of Russia. There was precedent for that. It wasn't the craziest thing. If Niger became Russian, that would be like, we, we that would change the whole world. You know what I mean? Like, if all these mines and these, this, these gold deposits and cobalt and lithium and workforce, right? Africa now has supplanted China with low-paying workforce. So that all these factories that are going to make cheap things, you know, like China wants that, Russia wants that, and there's no precedent for it. At least with Ukraine, when Russia was like, we want to take over Ukraine, there was an argument to be made like Ukraine was part of Russia. There are Ukrainians that you that want to be part of Russia. So, terrible. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's ugh. terrible. Hey, how is how's our friend? Okay. No. Pro- 
Did you see him? But he's, he's alive. And now he must have been very happy that you came. Mom and Bryce just got back from the hospital. He's on fentanyl? Yeah, they give you medical fentanyl. Okay, so quick question. Was he, was this because he had a large reaction to what he ate? And is, did his mom get there? Fuck. Maybe peanut oil. Okay, and yeah. why he didn't fucking have his EpiPen? All right, let, yeah. All right, all right, we're almost done anyway. Yeah. So I just. Right. We're done in a couple is, minutes, guys. Yeah. Downstairs, the, the boys are in there. This, in the I just saw, read this. This said Niger had been the last pro Western holdout. So, all right, right? Which I didn't know. Um, so, in favor in the, of American views. The last. So, one, they didn't want it then. Then let them not be that way. No, no, but this says Niger had. Niger had oh, been the Bryce last. Is destroying the bathroom. Cut Niger it. had been the last pro Western holdout in a region known as Africa's coup belt. Fueling concerns the military takeover could destabilize the region and hurt longstanding counterterrorism efforts there. So I, that, I guess that means that all the other countries that have been having this coup in the coup belt are not favorable to America. And Niger was the last one that the president was our guy, and they just kicked him out. But they don't That's want him. worrisome. I right? know, it I know, but, but shouldn't Africa be to do what they want to do with no, the country? Not, yes, but on a if. I agree. I understand what but you're saying. But if you look at it on a political scale, I right? Like get it. If it, I agree. African nations should not be able to do what they want. As, not as such a rich soil type of uh, country that we need. Yeah, we don't we want get, our enemies having it. Right. Because if you think but about it- But they still on, should be allowed, just like Russia is run a certain way. It's Russia. They, no, we but, sh- but also, but that's why wars are started. Though. I get it. Because when a country starts, like, like Germany in World War II was doing all their own things, right? They started imprisoning their own people. They started attacking no, other countries. I'm they were agree- doing their own Wait, thing, no. but it got so bad that we were like, okay. we have to fucking stop I'm in them. agreement with you that why we... Okay, I'm in agreement that we can't let it be taken over. We can't let I, it fall into the hands of the bad guys. Of the, of, of, right, of Dr. Evil. However, but I also believe that if, if the... People in but it's Africa. not the people. But that's why it's just because the power. It's the military. Yeah, it's the military. It's it's leaders of, of the yeah, military that's, that's overthrowing. How that's how it's been happening for years, right? Now. But but then it does. I but guess then it's become a war. I get it. But but then in like you can like rational- Cuba. Look at Cuba. You can rationalize it more by saying no. But Cuba was the people. Cuba, no. the people said, we want to have our own government. No, Fidel this, Castro. I'm saying no, but he had the power of the people. That's how he came to power. Okay, but gotcha. this is two guys who have the power of the military saying we run the country now, and the people are like, "What the fuck?" So that gives us more rationale. We have to come in and, and reason to be like, that. we can stop. We're this. stopping the bullies. Yeah, but but then this says this article says yet the sight of Nigerians waving pro Putin protest signs and Russian flags. Who knows how true many, that is, though? Who knows how true that is? Well, so there's multiple things, and it could be there could be one flag out of thousand people, right? But then, regardless, if that's let's say that's the case, right? Regardless, then that says then that this shows that the U.S. media is fueling propaganda for, to get for, us into for a, a war. war. I get it, but, and that also is scary. But we have no control over it. But I agree. No, with but it. but then let's say this is the truth, right? Let's then that means that Putin, either way, then we are going to have a war. Yeah, and that means that Putin, because Nigeria or the the people in Niger, I guess it's pronounced Nigerians or Nigerians. It's not. Oh, see how dumb they are. That's their name. African people, Niger, Nigerians, N- Nigeria, Nigerians. I mean, give me a fucking break. Um, Americans, Americans. I mean, idiots. No, well, <laughs> It's different languages too. It's they're not speaking English. Of course, English. it is dumb. We, those are translated into our like. I don't but think they call their country Nigeria. Okay. That's our like like, you know, Japan. They don't call their country Japan. That's an English word. It's called Nippon. So it's like you saying Japan such a stupid word. They don't call. So they might. I bet they don't. No, call No, I agree. Japan's better than Nippon. <laughs> but that's in their language. N i p p o n. language. Um, if this is true. The Nigerians in Niger aren't, they're not like, we love Putin. I don't think they think that. That means that Putin has been in there spending money, Already putting previously, propaganda yeah, previously. to get the people on his side. Wait, did you destroy it? To get the people on his side so that if we do go to a war, the local people, they're going to be like, we uh, support We already know Putin. because he's been there for 10 he's years. He's our yeah. friend. We don't want the Americans coming in. Get it. well, it's so bad. Let's, keep, let, do, let's do this. Let's keep, it, keep an eye on it. Keep us yeah, up to date. To, yeah. Can you not wash your hands here, please? What do you, I, it's so loud. That's okay. It's nobody Why did you do it in the bathroom? Because he doesn't want to dirty it. All right. 
It says, so, these images provided a sharp contrast for a Western public that has frequently been told that Russian President Vladimir Putin is a pariah around the world. Well, he's definitely in there. Yeah, and then it says, in recent years, we have witnessed a new scramble for Africa with major powers like Russia and China, as well as growing regional powers such as the United Arab Emirates, which is Dubai. Interesting. Making substantial diplomatic and economic forays into the Well, then the America continent. is a little... By the way, they're a little slow to the fucking race. But then that means... So it's easily going to be World War Three. That's we fine. Have, if we have but that's okay. the Saudis, but, okay, the Russians, but we better the get, Chinese. But we better get our ass in there. Um, these powers, the somewhat problematic new scramble narrative goes, are displacing the influence of traditional powers right, like Britain and France. For example, in largely Frank, Francophone, which means... French-speaking, West Africa, France was once the dominant power in nine of the region's 16 countries as of 1980 compared with only three today. So Western powers are losing our influence to these Eastern powers. Dubai, Russia, China, yeah. Saudi Arabia. Biden. That's so bad. Biden. We're gonna, if we lose our influence over the world, like... We're no longer the powerhouse. Yeah, and then it's like in America, we're going to be, instead of watching well, American already, movies and wearing American clothes, we're going to be watching Saudi movies and wearing Saudi clothes. And well, that's look what horrible. They're doing in I sport. don't want that. Look what they're doing in sports. Exactly. They're look, winning. Wait, look, wait, we're allowing everybody in from other countries over the borders to take control. These become fucking voters. Yep. Don't you see the problem? And so you Everything's see- Everything's anti-American. This is the fucking problem. And, and it's so interesting that it's like been trends, right? Because you, you said uh, the, 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 the sports, right? Like that was something we talked about a while ago. And then I talked about China buying the cobalt mines a while ago. But you see, these are like they're, they're they've been stacking up the chessboard. They've been playing the long game, right, little, the, and like, that's why I've been seeing the trends happening. And so when I see these skirmishes in Africa, I'm like, "There's been set up for this that it's going to be a big problem. It's going to be the and World we, and War Three. Unfortunately, we have the wrong government to do what needs I, to be done. I think so. I think we really coming into the next election, like with a, an African world war on the table, we need to elect a president that is going to be extremely strong militarily and, and not, and it, when, if Putin's propagandizing, he needs to be propagandizing harder. And, and we need something to really make America strong. Strong. Yeah. I want to show you these pictures coming out of, of New York about the migrants that are there because it's actually crazy. And these are all African migrants that are coming out of this. Guys, put on a coaster because it stains the marble. Look at these. And so, so I, I first saw a few these videos. They've, they've been going around. I don't understand how... Good. I don't understand how the logistics of this happens. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It feels fake to me. What like is it? Feel, show me. But, but I, and that's just my gut feeling. So these are real videos out of New York City. Look at these. Which is what? These are all African migrants that are living on the street of New York City. You gotta be kidding me. Dad, do you see this? No, that's... Describe it. It looks worse than fucking San Francisco and L.A. But it's like, how are all the people like, just lying? Where did all they come? Where they thousand people lying the street? What's their plan? It's but wait, like, I'm not it's trying. Like I'm not joking. To get to do they, they look Spanish. They don't. Some look, of them do. Yeah, they don't look black. No, some of these don't. But I know a lot of these are from Africa. I don't Africa. know. How do you know that? Isn't this weird? Because that's you what, go to the waiting line for the iPhone. That's what it looks like, doesn't no, it? No, I've never seen so many. Yeah, it makes no sense. But are you what's sure, Bronny? Yes. I'm glad they're in New York. Let's see. This is the 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 New York. Um, mayor talking about it. Let's oh, see. he's a great fucking mayor. Another um, joke. It says New York City's growing humanitarian crisis. I want to see where these, um, where these migrants are from. If we can maybe find a link. Let's see. Let me connect so we can listen. But like, how does how does that make sense? Where where are they coming from? No, What's their these plan? Are, these are, what do you mean? They're gonna fucking live off the American system? But how again? they're just all sitting on the street? But they come here like any other. Um, People that came from over the border. It's the same thing. They're going to find a place to put them in hotels, ship them somewhere. That's what they're going to do. They're fucking money, iPhones. They all have fucking phones. Yeah, let's see. I guess Greg New York City's growing humanitarian crisis. The shelter system slammed by an influx of migrants. New calls for federal help. I guess Greg Abbott was right. He said once he got blue cities to deal with this, that they would be uh, very upset at the federal government. Oh, so that's from MSNBC. Greg Abbott is the governor of Texas. So MSNBC just said the governor of Texas is right that the blue states are, can't handle the, the migrants. Of course they can't. We know this that. is one of the videos I was looking at. There's no way. Dad, look at this. I don't, so these, well, look look, at this. they're all African. Okay, pause. You know they're coming with diseases. They have to be coming well, with diseases. And that's not even my first. But, but let me see this. Play but this. I, don't know, I just don't understand. I don't understand where. So this, let me see this, see, this guy, woman. this is let me see, let me see. Mauritanian migrant. I've seen it here. We spend the night here and the day as well. 
we wish they can move us to another place. Like this is Midtown Manhattan. Oh, Vanderbilt and... Here, oh, you know, it's not safe. It's How do people get into stores? Scores of migrants were sleeping outside the Roosevelt Hotel after New York City. Oh, like Three days or four days. They've been there three, four days oh when this video was taken. This was August 1st. Okay, I don't that's understand. Disgusting. Like, look at the, the videos and pictures coming no, out disgusting. of it. Disgusting. I genuinely don't understand. What Thank the, God I don't fucking live there. But what's the plan? And then, like, where know. are these people going to go? Where are they no, coming get, from? You know, How are we letting gonna, them all they're in? They're going to commit crimes. You know that. Right? That's where people do desperate things. Let's see. This is New York Congressman Jamal Bowman, a Democrat, said the migrant crisis in New York will cost the Democrats seats in 2024. have to win on, at least four... We need leadership from President Biden, period. Democrats are looking bad right now uh, in New York State, and that's unacceptable when we have to win at least four congressional seats to take back the House. So hopefully the president is listening. So they're already turning, like he said, we need help, but they're not getting help. No, but that's like all, that's a huge problem. Those pictures, like, flowing with migrants. New York City is overflowing with migrants seeking asylum. There's thousands of them. People have arrived in our city and have gone through the process. What New process? York city has done more than any other level of government to address this national crisis. Many migrants arrived on buses chartered by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. The migrants and asylum seekers who are outside of the intake facility right now are largely African. The African. They are folks who Look have at all these people. journey from the southern border, similar to other folks, to New York City and are seeking just a little bit of care by going to the intake facility to get some shelter. The city announced plans to house up to 2,000 migrants on Randall's Island. We're going to continue to do the best of what New York has to do. And the question is, what more can the state and the federal government be doing? Hey, you know, by the way, I hate to say this, you know there's going to be a lot of crime. There's going to be, I'm sorry, Bronson. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's going to... Because and this is the, 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 these coups are just starting. Like these migrants are going to keep coming. I, coming I and look coming. at this as an unsafe environment. You're going to crime, drug, homelessness. We can't take care of our own people. We're going to. I'm sorry. We can't solve every and problem. And it's crazy. So they're coming in. They're not flying to New York. They're coming in through Mexico. Texas, right. So they're they're somehow. But then that's the other thing. How is an Af- as a refugee in Niger? Who had who, right? These people, I don't know how much money they have. They find they ways. No, they ship how do they get to Mexico? Who's paying for that? Like, th- it, it feels they, it's like criminals it find money to pay their lawyers. They find ways to fucking get money to get to fly. Like, where are they flying and, and from? Good job for the Niger Texas. to Mexico. Great there are flights there. Great job for the Texas uh, government fucking shipping them up. Good no, that's just create. That's just that's just pushing a problem off to someone yeah, else. It ain't his fucking problem that come because no one supports the fucking borders down in between Mexico and Texas. I know, that's the real problem. That's the real problem. And it's not Mexican that the problem, it's the African migrants. No, but what do we, everyone coming over from fucking the Mexican borders by near Texas, they're not from Mexico. That's what I'm saying, they're right. from Mexico. They're from all it's these crazy. other fucking, Brazil, all these other fucking places. Yeah, not it's many Brazilian migrants. But, okay, you know a lot I mean. of people are going to Brazil. You know what I mean. Too. Um, but either way, it's not Mexicans. Yeah, it's, it's scary. The, I look at those images and I'm like, that... It just doesn't make sense to me. To be more homeless, 90, more crime, more thousand people just sleeping on the streets of New York now. By the way, and what are they going to do with them? Where are they going to go? That's just the beginning, Brownie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I these know. coups, as these get more and more, and let's say we do go into a war, it'll get worse and worse. We'll have more and more. Like when World War II happened, so many Germans, Swedes, Poles, Czechs came to America, right? Like that was Ellis Island. And New York became, right? New York now. Is, is a melting pot because of that. Before that, that wasn't really the case. It was kind of just now like Italian and Irish. Now it's a boiling pot. Yeah, but like New York became so diverse because of all the immigrants in World War II. If we have an African war, New York will be over, it'll be full be Africa. of African already, migrants. New York's and New York's already, already overrun. New York's already Africa. If we add millions of people into New York, who it's going to be- We can just call New York one big Harlem. Harlem's not African. I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, it's, it's going to be a different world. Yeah. I'm worried about it. I'm telling you, it's, it's a major problem. It, yeah, it's a major problem. And that's just the little tip of sim- of the iceberg of a symptom that we're experiencing in America. Look, we've the had coups Bronson, are we, we've had so over scary. Five million people coming over the borders illegally, okay? It's, they still come, keep coming in, 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 in drones. We got a major problem. Right, but then, like, then it, let's, it's so, it doesn't make sense to me if the governor of Texas. I would. fucking take them no. out of my backyard. Bring them back. No, Why would you bring, bring them deeper out. into the country? We can't bring of them back. Of course you can. 
so so he's spending tax. Wait, wait, wait. Can I finish? He's spending taxpayer dollars. Yes. But he, he can't stop them from coming over. He doesn't want them in his place. sending him back. How's he sending so them back? On the they, same buses that he's sending no, him to New York. Send him back to where? To Mexico. And to then they come back, back again. Yeah, so no. that's cheaper than bringing no. him fucking okay. to New York. Right, no. Deeper he, into our he, country. He, he reliant the, on the our country. from Texas needs the fucking federal government to stop to have people there to stop them from coming in the borders. But the yeah, fucking but that's liberals, not going to happen. But the liberals are saying, no, let them in, let them in. And they say, okay, fine, let them in Texas. But now they're bringing them up to their fucking right, but, backyard. But, but it's not. No, but the, New York is still part no, of our country. Stop. The Democrats. That affects us. If the Democrats are letting them fucking in and not helping the governor of Texas, then the governor saying, then you fucking have them in your backyard. Yeah, but that I still agree hurts with that. us. But if, then we can't stop them, Bronson. But just turn them around. Don't spend money it to bring them deeper work. in. Don't you say that? Because. He, but does bring them to New York work? But because or does it make saying, the problem worse? If you want it. If you're okay, then you take care of them. But it makes the problem worse. The problem's there. We can't stop them from coming in because the government's know, not but, supporting but, it. But then. But then so you're saying we can't stop them from coming in, so let's no. just bring them deeper. No. That's what you're what saying. I'm say- okay, listen to me. If I'm saying, help me, we can't stop them from we need help. And if you said, don't worry about it, no, let them in. I say, then you know what? I'm dropping off in your, in your front yard. No, let's see but you instead of saying, you, I need help, and I can't help you, I'm going to turn you around instead of saying, here, turn let them me around see how we are. Back where they just no, turn the no, bus no, right back. No, if you're, work. But you're chartering a bus for thousands of miles to New York. No, bring the bus right back to, to, over the border. To Mexico. They keep coming back. Just keep no. doing it. Yes. No, because here's the problem. They're, they're going to keep. No, it doesn't work that way. I think like, and what we're saying is maybe now you don't want them in your fucking backyard. Maybe you'll give me help to stop all the illegal I know, but, people but, coming in. But New York gets federal. So when. So you're saying we don't want to spend our federal money on them, on our tax money. Some of our no, tax money goes to New York. we want the federal government going to stop to them people coming from over the borders illegally. And the, and the Democrats, because they're, it's in the federal government, are saying no because we're woke. So you're saying that. if we show them how bad the problem is, maybe they'll eventually they'll eventually force they're to like, be, I don't want it my problem. Right. Yeah. And okay, I don't want it in my fucking point. backyard. Yeah. It's your problem. Listen, yeah. if you have roaches in your apartment in New York City, you I mean, call the exterminator. Don't, don't no. compare migrants to I'm not roaches. To, I'm not. I'm not comparing migrants. Okay. If you have a rat problem, <laughs> listen, if any, you have a rat problem, you, you know the rats are going to be in better. the building. But you say exterminator, listen, I don't want them in my apartment. I don't care if they're the neighbors down the road. Just get them out of my apartment. It's human. That's human being. All right. Let's go. I love yeah, you. love you, Brian, too. take care. Bye, everyone. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? I want to give one sh- I want to say to my, to my listeners. So, Brycey Boo... As he started a whole cooking thing on Instagram. We dropped him in the last episode. You, we definitely can drop it again. Yeah. But I want you, like, he's come up with two or three uh, videos. I really like him. I want all my listeners to follow him, please, on Instagram. It's uh, uh, Steak Fried Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E. At Steak Fried Bryce. Yeah. At Steak Fried Bryce. They're great stuff. Support him. Go log on and, li- and, and follow him, please. It, it would mean a lot to me and Bronson. Now I love you, Bronnie. Bye, love everybody. You You're joking, right? Well, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic yeah. about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid. <laughs>